hello. Hello, <coughs> it's me. <laughs> I was wondering. Oh. Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast, where we take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Modingo. And with me, with a red solo cup full of Hop Slam Ale, is Potato Chip. What's up, man? <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy Merry New Year, Merry Christmas. Man. Yeah. Happy y'all, all whatever, that other all stuff. That whatever stuff. you may celebrate. Happy Solstice. I would I would celebrate a potato chip right now. <laughs> I really don't want to. Are, are you cutting? I don't, <laughs> I, I don't want to cut myself, but um, <laughs> I would definitely eat a potato chip right now. I'm, I'm right at my end uh, of, like, starvation mode. Reaching it. Why? Are you I mean? Are you getting ready I'm for starving. comp season, or are you just hungry? Well, I technically should be getting ready for that. It's eight weeks till the Arnold. Just found that out. So, we uh, just found that out. It's been posted since like November. It's not official <laughs> until they say it, Mo. I definitely know it's fucking close. There you go. I've already cussed. All right, you got me fired up. I already cussed, <laughs> and I'm trying first not to. episode of the Dang. year. Sorry, Gina. Hope everyone had an awesome holiday season, and during our break, we hit 18,000. Well, on our way to 20, and I think our downloads for a three-month period, like, is it's peaked out, man. It's like... Uh, I don't say that. No, no, I mean, see, because the most we've ever had was, like, uh, two grand. It's up to, like, 3,000 now for, for three months. So thank you for sharing, liking, and subscribing, because obviously you guys have been spreading the word, and we're starting to get a little bit more traction. So that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, like... Uh so I kind of look at it a little bit. Most of your podcasts that are getting these massive downloads are about, they're in their third and fourth year. They have, uh, you know, they're around 300 episodes is, is what they're getting. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, no, not 300. I'm sorry. 200, 150 to 200. And that's when they're really hitting their, their that's stride. A sweet spot. And yeah, you know, I think that's three years of recording typically if they're a one a week, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, now, I'm pretty happy with where we're at. I mean, hell, we just started. If, a year ago. If 100 people listened to our stuff. Yeah, yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. That's how, That was the whole thing that when we first began all this is like, hey, if your gym and my gym listen, we'll be cool with that. And then next thing you know, we start seeing downloads from like outside the country, aside from the people that we already knew. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty crazy. Yeah. And here we are a year later. So in order to talk about, we can't go on to the next year without talking about the last year, our first year. Mm-hmm. So today's episode is going to be our best of 2018 show. We're just going to review some of the clips, ones that we have selected as uh, some of our favorite moments from our first year. Yeah. Granted, they're all favorite moments. Before we start, oh, man. Be- yeah. Yeah. I got, uh, That's pretty dope. So uh, Sebastian hooked us up. Uh, if you guys don't know, we are we sponsored our first. Yeah, we did. Event. Yeah, we, that was actually yeah. pretty cool. We didn't even think about that when we no. first started. Have yeah. the ability to sponsor an event. I mean, so it's not like we threw like ten grand at or anything. But that's our statistician, Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that third voice you're hearing is Jenna. Uh, we've decided to give her a microphone you know, because of all the awesome photography she does. So she's lived up to the task for that first year. So we figured we reward her by actually letting her be on the show a little bit more often. I'm just bougie background noise. <laughs> That's all I am. <laughs> Drop the bougie. <laughs> so anyways, moving on. Uh, Sebastian sent us uh, some pretty cool things since we sponsored it. And these it's these vet wad patches. So make sure I don't spill my beer. And um, they're Velcro. Obviously, you can throw it on a vest or you can throw it on your bag you or whatever. Bag, yeah. 
And um, he sent us a note, hey, really appreciate all the support from you. Couldn't have done it without you. Not only did you drop mad truth and knowledge, but you guys built up the community and you and the military veterans. So thank you. Uh, P.S. 100%, your podcast is better than Froning's. <laughs> uh, thanks for telling us what we already knew, Sebastian. <laughs> we already knew. But, but one no. cool thing, that little note on the back, though, was pretty sweet to hear. Yeah, but... We can't see, We can't share that? Can't share that. Okay, never mind. Disregard. That's why it's on the back, Mo. <laughs> it's top secret in a different color. You coming from the military should know that... I'm colorblind, man. <laughs> well, no, I'm just joking. But no, um, it was really cool. The patch is sweet, and uh, I'm definitely... I've already got it on our vest, and uh, definitely awesome that we'll be able to rep that. And not only that, but a great cause. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they raised quite a bit of money, and for the first year, I think they had around 500 athletes oh, do it. Oh, that was their first one. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, it was first time. And so they had around 500 athletes do it, and um, it's only going to grow. Yeah, hopefully. Right. Yeah, it's definitely something I'll be happy to support many, many years down the road. Absolutely. Thanks, Sebastian. Yeah, thanks a lot, bro. And thank you for VetWad for, um, you know, allowing us the opportunity to to be a part of that. And spreading, you know, like, you know, actually, you know, we ran the VetWad here every Friday as a gym. Mm -hmm. You know, even if people didn't sign up, we did it as a, into the as a family. Yeah. And uh, I was telling them, you know, a lot of time that um, PTSD gets associated with military. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I just seen this thing i always know law enforcement ha gets it as well because mm -hmm. the things they're exposed to um but this year more officers took their life than died on in the line, of, died duty. line of duty which mm -hmm. is which is crazy right to think about and this year has been pretty high as far as officers killed yeah. in the line of duty with all that bull crap going on um with the you know i hate cops crap mm -hmm. um ambushing them and and doing um false calls to to get them to respond to a, a bad situation. A bad situation yeah. when it was nothing, and then they're getting shot and mm -hmm. killed uh, or getting walked up on and shot in the cruiser. So it's been a really bad year for law enforcement, and, you know, we're very pro-Leo here as mm -hmm. well. And, you know, coming from that background and having friends here and members that are part of that community, mm -hmm. you know, you don't want to see that happen to them, obviously. And um, But, yeah, I was really shocked to hear that stat, and that's, a, that's not a stat you want to be a part of. No, absolutely not. So. Uh, if you're interested, uh, there's be a link in the show description taking you to VetWad and uh, telling you what they're all about. Yeah. So starting off this show, we are going to go to a video question that is coming to us from our good friend Megasaurus the Rex. The non-ambassador. Part of Team Mayhem. Since you guys decided to be jerks and do your live feed literally in the middle of the night, in my time, I decided that the best way to hear or to have my voice heard was to make a video. So, bro, Modi, answer me this. Bro and Mo, geez, answer me this. What's the best way to find a new gym? Um, we have never, ever had to think of finding a gym when we're moving to somewhere new. Uh, we fell in love with CrossFit here in Germany and it's, we, we never had to look for a gym. We, there's only one here besides the one that you can use on base. So of course the community was going to be what we had there. And it's been great for us. It's been a wonderful fit. Uh, most of our friends are inside the gym, friends so close that we can call them family. Uh, how do I find that again? I found access on a complete whim because bro answered my email, but what if I go somewhere and 
there are 10 gyms and all 10 of them answer my emails. Do you know, what's the, what's the interview process? Like, what's the vetting process? How do I decide that that's where I want to be? And, you know, what if I feel comfortable in two gyms or what if I don't feel comfortable in any of the gyms? What do I do? I'm not to the point in my, um, CrossFit life that I can work out in my gym or I can work out in my garage. Uh, I'm not to the point where I want to work out alone. I enjoy the social aspect of CrossFit more than I definitely enjoy the bike or, um, you know, pull-ups or push-ups or any of that. So I need to find somewhere that I fit well. And if I can't take excess with us to North Carolina, then I, I'm at a loss because I definitely can't take CrossFit Kaiser Slaughter with us either. So how do I find a new gym? How do I make sure it fits? What if it kind of fits, but it kind of doesn't? Where do I make that decision that, um, you know, this isn't for us? Or where where do I draw the line as in, you know, taking one for the team and, you know, not getting everything that I want, but having some of what I want and hoping that it eventually fits on down the road? I hope you guys have a great night. I hope you guys answer all of everybody's questions. I hope there are tons of snorts and giggles from Mo. There better be a, like a 15% beer in your hand if it's not a, um, a monastery beer. Wink, wink. Bye, guys. You know, I love that chick. God. It's crazy. You know, we've talked about how they kind of crossed mm-hmm. paths and just to think how, how far. Uh, yeah. So just for reference, uh, if you're new to the show, uh, Blake and uh, Meg, Bro actually met as drop-ins. Mm-hmm. They're from the area. They had never been to a CrossFit gym in Dayton. Uh, fired and off a bunch of messages. And they're, and they're from the area. They're from kind of. Is it Northmont area? What? Megan no, Blake. She's from Vandalia, I think. Okay. Okay. But they're both from the area. Mm-hmm. They were home on vacation. Bro gets a random email saying, hey, how much do you charge for drop-ins? And They want a weekly rate. Yeah, and Bro, being a diligent gym owner, responded to the email and unfortunately it turns out that bro was the only one that responded of uh out of all the gyms that they had messaged Mm -hmm. and through that that what maybe took you about 90 seconds to respond to that email yeah through that 90 second interaction spawned a relationship that's lasted going on two years probably going in three Three years years now um and just through that 30 days or so that they were here yeah um now they are almost like they're they're like members of excess oh without you know, a doubt extended uh, they, members they've yeah. uh, participated in events that you guys do here as far as fundraisers and things like that and we just had our clothing order and they just purchased and they clothing. ordered here yeah so i'm sending it to germany so yeah. no and they've yeah. also thanks to them we have yeah, this right sweet license plate yeah thanks guys yeah i really appreciate that it's and, and we got some delicious christmas treats yeah delicious <laughs> you know and i think that it just shows you you know it's we're getting ready to talk about this in our next topic but if you if i was to put off that email and not respond or take longer to respond mm-hmm. and someone else responded first i would never none of this would ever happen mm-hmm. i would we wouldn't have we the sweet sign uh, i would never know anything about hippos <laughs> <laughs> chocolate hippos <laughs> like you know but no it, it's really cool uh it's awesome they're they're great people i honestly i talk to them weekly still mm. through ch- chat or social text. media or chat or and text they're, or whatever they're coming back you know mm. and and i know they didn't get they didn't get placed here at right pat yeah um but blake got his dream job yeah, and that's 
that's definitely most important. Mm-hmm. And uh, a little bit more background, they're a military family. So this is something that myself during my military career and other uh, military folks out there, this is something that happens to us in our CrossFit lives Frequently. is we have to find new CrossFit homes every you know four to six years, depending on what your job is and how long you stay in the military. So this is a frequent problem for us um, because we can't take our respective gyms with us. So um, I've had to do this about four times in my career. And every time it's presents a unique challenge. So I think the best piece of advice I could give is go with your gut. You know, you got to kind of find the place that fits you, you know, that gives you what you want. Because as we've said before on many episodes that, and I hate using the word customer, but you know, this is, you are a customer, you are paying people money to give you what you need in terms of a fitness methodology. So it should meet all those criteria that you're talking about. Yeah, granted, you can't take CrossFit, uh, slot with you, you can't take CrossFit Access with you, but you have the right and you deserve to find a place that fits your needs. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, there, I think there's, you know, not only them, but we have a couple of members who have moved and they ran into the same issue. Mm-hmm. And, uh, trying to find a gym, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, I, the problem is they try to compare gyms to ours, and I'm not saying we're whatever, but we're different, and what they're finding in their travels is how different we truly are, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I think it's a great question on how do you find a new gym, and they struggled with this as well, and still, Brian still struggles with it, and they just moved to San Diego, San Diego, San Diego and they're actually going to have to drive out a 20 you know a, a good distance because they've exhausted things around them that mm-hmm. they don't have a gym. They're not finding what they want. Right, and that's just ridiculous to mm-hmm. me. You know what I mean? So it's a really good question. It's tough. Uh I, and I'll tell here's how I handle it Meg is that first and foremost go to crossfit.com and bring up the uh, affiliate uh map, mm-hmm. okay? And then go in your area and you'll see a bunch of little bubbles and zoom in and find gyms around your area. When you click on the bubbles, it brings up their website and their Facebook link, mm-hmm. okay? I think the best way to do it, first off, if you go to their website, um, kind of see how they're talking to you. Do they sound welcoming? Secondly, do they post their programming? If they do, which we don't, but if they do, kind of see if it kind of fits what you're looking at. You'll know for a fact mm-hmm. if it's a... That's a good point. If it's a, a gym that's going to push you mm-hmm. or a gym that's just there to do very basic CrossFit, you know, body weight, no Olympic lifting, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If they don't post that, or even if they do, go to their Facebook. This is the next thing I tell them. Go to, the, go to their Facebook page and click on their videos, okay? Go through the videos and watch their members move. Are they moving properly? If they're doing Olympic lifting, are they looking janky as hell? Or are they actually moving properly? Because you're going to find that just watching those videos, and I'm not saying you're looking for one person. You're looking at people behind whoever is focused on. You look at the collective. How are they moving? Are they moving well? And if they're moving well, you know they're going to be well coached. Okay? And that's... Highly unlikely that all athletes come in and they're badass Olympic lifters. No. But I would say (laughs) anybody out of our training course are still hitting positions. Now, Mm -hmm. they may be you know, missing a little bit here and there, but they're still moving very well considering they've only been <laughs> Olympic lifting for a couple of weeks now, but they move well enough that 
I, I would put that, I, no problem having videos of them. Mm-hmm. Then you also see if they're moving like crap. Are they holding their standards at the gym? Are, are you seeing a video of they're not standing all the way up on a box? Are they not squatting uh, on a box jump? Are they not squatting full depth on a wall ball? You know, things like that. Are they cheating their reps, like as far as not doing full range of motion? To me, that also shows you a lot about a gym. There's a lot you can find out in the video in the gym. I see all these, I see all these gyms posting their videos, and I'm like, how the hell are you even going to put this up there when they're clearly not doing that? They're moving in inefficiently. They're moving dangerously. They're not hitting positions. Dangerous is the is the key point. And you're there, yeah. freaking videoing this. How you're videoing them doing stuff bad, and you're uploading it, and it's like 15 videos in a row. Shame on you, all right, and shame on the owners for allowing that. If I seen that as an owner, and I woke, say I woke up and I seen 5:30 a.m. and their video, the video they posted is horrible, and they're not moving properly, and their video instead of, you know, t- correcting them, I'd lose my shit. Mm-hmm. That'd be it. Look at that. You're gonna get a lot of information from that. Because yeah, I guess that's probably the best uh, kind of feedback you can get without actually physically going to the yeah. facility. You can, you can, and this all goes into her next question. What's the vetting process? And I love this because now you, you do have the option to vet as a, you're trying to find a new gym. Mm-hmm. And what I didn't like what she says, how do you pick the gym and like taking one for the team and settling? You, Don't, you shouldn't. I, no, ideally, you shouldn't. Never. You never settle. You never settle. Mm-hmm. And unless there's 10 gyms in your entire area and you've been to all 10 and you have no other options, mm-hmm. then you may have to. And mm-hmm. that's still sad, but you'll pick the best of the worst yeah. at that point. But with that said... But I wouldn't compromise the safety aspect. I mean, no. that, that's like a huge asterisk at the top of yeah, the list there. That's instant. Yeah. So doing that, look into videos, then you can actually then contact them. Mm-hmm. Okay? See if they do respond. What happens if everything looks great and they never respond to you? Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't stop with just an email, sometimes send it a uh, Facebook Messenger, because even recently I've had two contacts go to my spam because Hotmail and Yahoo have ramped up their spam mm-hmm. and filters. So it's getting filtered out. It's getting filtered out into mine, mm-hmm. and these are actual legitimate people looking, and I just got it by accident, just mm-hmm. by type searching through my junk. Contact them, see how they respond, set up a meeting. This is all a long process. Then see how they treat you. How are their, How's their community? Are they even welcoming you into their community? Or are they ignoring you like they did Brian and Natalie going to the other gyms? Like, Is it dirty? It, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> that's a big one for me. Yeah. I mean, being a medical dude. Yeah. Go through that. And then you get to go actually, you get to try their coaching out real time. And this is the problem, right? This is why Brian and Natalie have an issue. Everything I just talked about is a long process. Mm-hmm. Imagine doing all this and going to the gym and it not being what you wanted. And then you have to do it again and then again and then again. But an additional challenge that those two have though, is that, uh, they have the they, they travel a lot. They're moving like every six to eight months, uh, with with Natalie's profession. So, Regardless, though, but, but I'm saying, but you have to do that over and over again. It just kind of sucks. It's not that. It's they're in their location, and they they're checking out three, four, five, six gyms, and none of them are good. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You have to, you know, and they get it actually pushes you to the point where you contemplate buying equipment and just staying at home. It's mm-hmm. it gets very monotonous, and you get kind of. Um, I can I can it. work out at home. I just it's not the same. Yeah, it's just not the same. And it's there's something to be said about working out in, in a group setting. For me, yeah, for absolutely. me, yeah. There's some people that can do it and slay it and crush it and still, you know, achieve these high goals 
for me, it's it's an emotional and psychological thing. I I, I value having other bodies moving around me, struggling. Yeah, know? no, I, I totally agree. But you know, that's what I would do, and that's why I recommend people to do. And you can actually kind of there's a lot of gems. When I was looking for Brian, I filtered out before I even sent him went to their Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Just have how like their their website and how they're talking, how they're wording it. Mm-hmm seeing their workouts i know what brian was looking for mm-hmm. and i just you know that's yeah i don't even you, I don't, you already I, had some discriminators in mind yeah, when you were when you were searching for mm-hmm. him i didn't even send the t- send those to him i actually sent him a couple when he was in arizona and he ended up going to the one of them and had good success sweet all right so now that we've answered meg's question again thanks you so much for the license plate thanks for all the delicious treats, treats. hopefully we'll see you soon as you guys transition from germany back to america in august in august all right so our first question is coming from one of our listeners i think she's been around since the beginning who uh ray ray 22 yep and she okay yeah and uh one of her favorite segments come from episode 19, Stop Segregating Your Members. I don't know, but I could be wrong because I have been in the past, but I think some gym owners do this with intention. They intentionally separate their mm-hmm. competitors yeah. from their their everyday population. Right. But I think there are some owners that stumble on this inadvertently. Mm-hmm. You know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. You know, they want to have their athletes separated so that way they can give them extra attention and focus on that. But there's a cost yeah. to that. Very expensive cost. Yeah. And when we're not talking monetary, we're no. talking in terms of your, your gym culture. It, it goes along the same lines as the rep shavers. It's going to have a secondary impact. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, oh, like I said, owners don't care. Sometimes it's unintentional. Segregating your athletes. I didn't realize this was a huge phenomenon until I started. So you brought up the subject of the episode. I started talking to some people and they were telling me about their respective communities where they have their competitive group of people uh, to where not only do they work out at different times, but they work out physically in different parts of the facility Mm -hmm. Um, and how it made that individual I was talking to feel different. Ah, Why are they special? What I asked, why, why, why do they get their own little room? Mm -hmm. You know, you know, especially this is a community. Yeah, especially, and why are they why are they separating themselves? Why mm-hmm. aren't they doing what I just did? Why are they doing a different workout mm-hmm. than what's on the board? Uh, you know, why don't I have access to that? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's actually I just re-listened to this episode today and, and yesterday um, over uh, in the morning, and I tell you, it's just it's it's just a it's an epidemic. It's not stopping. Mm, we're really? still here. We're still we're still we still hear about it. It's just. It's ridiculous that it's even still a trend, but like I said, man, it starts at the top. If your owners allow it, then mm-hmm. they're the ones to blame. It's not the people separating themselves. It's they're just part of the they're just part of the uh, um, fallout from a, the owner allowing it. Mm-hmm. And so, <clears throat> and, and what? And let's clarify: we're not talking about like if you have competitive athletes that do additional work, mm-hmm. and maybe you have a team that actually goes out and represents your gym and, and competes at different events. No, we're talking about physically like 
this is your general population CrossFitters, and these are your special your people. special CrossFitters. Uh, it's kind of like the whole scenario back in high school with the different lunch tables. Yeah, and that's kind of in my mind what I equated to, um, and I can definitely see how it can have secondary impacts. Yeah, to the to the to your community because you're paying for that. <laughs> I didn't pay to go. If I had to pay to go to school, Mo, it, I wouldn't have paid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. But no, I, it's it sucks. You, if you're in a gym that does it and you don't want to confront your owner, you know, trust me, it's you're not the only one that feels that way. I promise you that. Maybe I should just start a gym. I don't know. <laughs> Screw them. That's how I feel. Yeah. Like, and, and hey, like we've hey, said, let them it, feel it, the let them feel the burn of only collecting one well, percent of their money. Book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> trust me, they're going to well, feel. Yeah, like, and I think that was something that you pointed out in that episode is that when you take that small number of athletes, you know, what, what amount of revenue it, and again, I hate referring, this as a business, but it is a business. What small, what amount of revenue are those handful of athletes bringing compared to your quote general population? Nothing. Yeah. And I don't care if you have a games athlete, a 10 time regional athlete. I don't care if you have a rich freaking frony and it doesn't, him alone does not pay the bills. I mean, he, it probably does for him. But, <laughs> he has his own gym. But you know what I mean? Him being here yeah. and him paying 140 bucks doesn't... Doesn't it, entitle him to special treatment. Hell no. Yeah. Like, Rich, I'm sorry, bro, but unless you want to pay like 10 grand a month, <laughs> then you ain't that special. You can work out with 630. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, but still, I went, you know, honestly, even yeah. if you said I paid 10 grand, I still wouldn't allow it. Yeah. And, but that it's a lot of money to pass up, but <laughs> I ain't going to be like... I won't buck. I don't buckle for that crap. Yeah. Okay. Plus, he sits down in his podcast. So I just will never get over that. I was waiting for yeah. you. Yeah. We're still standing in 2019. All right. Next one. Um, I think is one of our. It's definitely one of our top three episodes. But we had a couple uh, of favorite moments coming from our body image episode. Yeah. And this first one is coming from Get Moving Sarah. And I think the new phrase that you hear going around is fit shaming. Right, and, and we had one of the people that when, was when we talked, we were going to talk about doing this today. Mm-hmm. That's what she said to us, and that's just ridiculous. How can you? Why would you chastise someone for being healthy? You talk about bullying. It's just just because it's not what you choose to do doesn't mean it doesn't make that person feel good about themselves. And I've told you this on many. I've told Mo many times when people say things like that, they're utterly jealous of you. They are jealous of your work. You're de- jealous of your dedication. They're the jealous of how you look. They're jealous of every aspect that you have done. So their only angle is to talk smack mm-hmm. and try to put you down because that happens in the CrossFit business world. That happens in life. That happens in now the fitness side of, there's just no escape. People are always going to be these pathetic losers to put people down any chance they get and be a little all the hard work they've done. All right. Dude. So that's the first part. Yeah. Just, uh, I'm sitting here shaking my head. I'm so fucking pissed right now. <laughs> I am. I am so mad at people like that. Yeah. I am so frustrated. I'm so, I can't, Oh, I just, for someone to have to go through that. And you know, Jenna can even say something about this. You know, she definitely has to go through this, unfortunately, and had to went, go through this at, you know, people have made stupid ass comments and strangers because you even shared those, yeah. you know, issues with us. People like in Kroger before like say stupid comments, but I think people like, that don't stuff even like know that's you. annoying, yeah. but I think it hurts worse when it's like from family, yep. like because you want them to support you. And when you put that much work into something like that should be a positive, mm-hmm. but uh, you can't win them all, I guess. 
it just shows you how narrow-minded people are because they can't relate to what Jenna does. So if you can't relate to something, you can you have two choices. One, you can encourage them and be like, man, that's awesome. Or you can just put them down. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's just – and I tell you, you know, athletes who invest a lot of time into something, um, they may not expect anything in return. But they certainly don't deserve to be chastised. But if you tell them good job oh. or well, I'm proud of you yeah. or you're doing great or you look wonderful, mm-hmm. those, those except for a dude, don't tell him he's looking slim. Yeah. <laughs> but those small things, man, literally those small things will go in eternity to these people who invest a lot of time into yeah. that. But that's also uh, on a project mm-hmm. at work, at home whatever it may be, anything you invest your time into and you don't want anything in return. Mm -hmm. But when you get that little like nugget of, Hey, you're doing awesome or you look great. You know, that's, that's, they'll, they'll appreciate that more than anything. Yeah. Uh, the next one also comes from the same body image episode from our good friend, Beth Ann, who's, uh, Yeah. yeah, down from day one. We love you. Women get criticized way too much on social media. It is ridiculous. The comments that women, especially in, in, in CrossFit, they, they're trying, they look like men. Mm-hmm. That's, okay? that's one of the common things you hear people. Because they have muscle? Yeah, they're, you're bulky. Yeah, you're bulky. What do you try, what do you do in trying to look like a man? You know, it's, you know, a lot of CrossFit, I mean, when you're working out, you don't wear makeup. Right. And Mm -hmm. so people think, well, you don't even want to try to look like a girl now. And it's just stupid. Like how, how can you, how can you make that assumption? They're working out. And and the only reason I'm laughing is because there's been multiple times where my female athletes have come into the gym in their like grown up clothes. Yeah. And I don't recognize them. And I've like, no, I've actually introduced myself to a couple of my athletes. And she came in one day to pick up her daughter. I'm like, Hey, I'm, Oh, you know, is there anything I can help you with? She's like, it's Erica. And I was like, Oh wow! Hey. You, you you don't have your hair up in a ponytail, and you're not wearing shorts, so yeah. you're not in a pile of sweat. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, and you know, but you know, because it's just I don't ever see my athletes in their normal state because they're usually coming, you know, into the gym ready to do battle, and 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 they're there about doing work. Yeah, you know, and, and and I appreciate that because they come in they're setting an example for someone in their family. Yeah. And supposed to. Yeah. And then for them to be ridiculed for choosing a healthy lifestyle, it's makes you want to put, you know, punch, punch somebody in the face. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love punching that was, people in the face. That's the first documentation of me actually wanting to commit physical violence towards someone. Yeah, Cause you're but, always talking about but punching people doc- in the face. Yeah. Doctors. Yeah. Especially the damn doctors. <laughs> right. I mean, just ridiculous. Yeah. You know, and that kind of piggybacks on what we were just talking about with Jenna. I didn't even yeah. know. I knew this, there was a clip, but I didn't remember this. It just shows you when it's about your family, it hurts 10 times more than mm-hmm. anything. But you think about that. That's not just CrossFit. No, but, it's anything, but you want to see what chicks look like a man. Go to the Arnold. Like, <laughs> like when they're taking, uh, they're eight. Yeah. When they're, they're legitimately when they're taking, augmenting. Yeah, yeah. Or they're taking, you know, male growth hormone and mm. things like that. You're going to take on those features, you know, and you know what, even, even them, I don't dog them because no, you know what, they're I still, I don't have the discipline to look y- and, yeah, right. and, and as, as jacked as yes, they are. I don't care. Yes. You're bigger than me. That's okay. And you may have some same features, but 
I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? I'll never dog you. Yeah. I'm like, man, you you put some work in. You can front squat what I deadlift. It's cool. <laughs> you know, and do you have any left? Like, because <laughs> my, my clean, I need to get my clean up to 400. But it, no. It, but going back to what Jenna said about, you know, it hurts more when it comes from family. Mm-hmm. And it does not just pertains to fitness, but just, you know, life in general. I'm sure, like, you know, you get a new job. Oh, well, what, you know. Oh, you're cool. Oh, you're cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You make more money than I do. You drive a fancy car. Oh, that your job sounds stupid. Or, yeah. Eh, freaking haters, man. You know, haters are going to hate and then I'm going to regulate. <laughs> I think like girls put enough pressure on themselves. I don't know if guys do, but especially with social media now, like you are constantly comparing yourself to other people. Um, I mean, I know I do that. So when you're already like doubting your self-worth sometimes, like, man, I'm not that good or I don't look that good and I work out all the time, but I still don't have like a 12 pack. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just getting ready to make that comment. What? So Jenna, we were doing, we do uh. her nutrition. And so we'll take pictures, um, to sh- like, uh, Show like progress in a two week period because we do that. So if we adjust numbers, we can see if it's, okay. if it's doing anything bad or good. Cause sometimes we'll push the envelope like, Hey, you know, maybe we shouldn't, but let's get, it, it, let's and, introduce okay. some more food and let's see how your body responds. We'll do that in comparison. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we took, took these pictures and I had her take one from day one. I had never even seen it. And I don't know how many months, how many months was it? I don't know, whatever. And then she told me we we're getting ready to meet again. And, um, she's like, I don't feel like I've changed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're dumb. And, uh, <laughs> I say, go take new pictures. And here's what I want you to do. Take new pictures and I want you to put them side by side, and then I want you to day look one at versus month right six. Now. Yeah, and uh, I want you to put them side by side. So I'm in the office, and she goes in the bathroom. She comes back out. She sits on the massage table, and um, she starts like she's got her head down, and she's like like Shut, sp- like giggling. And I already know. Like, <laughs> I know I won, though. Yeah. I've been around the game for a while. I already know I won. And I was like, what are you laughing about? She said, nothing. I was like, what are you laughing about? So she shows the pictures, and it's highly comparable. Uh, I'm not, no, shit. Not, not highly comparable. Uh-huh. They're dramatic. You hit him first. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no. They're dramatically different. Uh-huh. And I'm going to tell you, when she took this original picture, she's performing at a very high level in CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Okay? Showing now the difference that her body has changed we start talking like she already knows that it's different, but what she say, she says, well, I don't have a six pack like the games X, competitors. Yeah. And I'm like, you do. She's like, no, I don't. I said, you're just pale. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, so I, said, I said, you're just pale. And so I said, here's what I want you to do. Take that picture and put a, um, put some filters on it. And sure enough, the the Jack filter, did you share it with her? Yeah, I did. I had to, (laughs) she was down, but no. So she puts some filters on it and bring, puts herself from, um, looking like, uh, Edward off of, um, Twilight. (laughs) Twilight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting roasted for Edward from Twilight to where you, you add a couple shadows and she, Mm -hmm. and now she has a six. The definition pops out. Gosh. Yes. And, Here's the stupid thing. She busted her butt. She changed the nutrition. She dialed it in. She trusted me. Mm-hmm. She put in the work. And now, what's, once she's seen that she's already changed, instead of being ecstatic by that, she compares it to, oh, I don't have six-pack like, you know. Like X. X. I'm like, 
we'll do more GHDs because that's how they get them. And I think that goes back to one of the things you mentioned when you talk to your athletes about writing down their strengths and weaknesses and how you take their weaknesses and slide it over into the strength column. Yeah. Because a lot of times athletes won't give themselves the credit Credit. that they've earned, not necessarily what they deserve. It just shows you how cynical they are, or women, and I say they are, and because it is true, women, not only do they get judged more harshly, they judge themselves even more harshly. So no wonder they freaking snap when someone talks smack because they've already got enough pressure on themselves. Instead of her being proud about that, and like, holy crap, that is different, okay? Mm -hmm. And saying, bro, you were right, which I know would have been devastating (laughs) for her to say, but... Um, she instantly, now she says, well, I don't have this. Mm-hmm. Well, when's that stop? Cause I just had this talk with another person. I do nutrition. That train with. just keeps rolling. It know? does. And, and I said, I was like, Hey, when does it stop? It was another female. I said, when does this stop? Like, will you ever be happy if you were 128, 130 pounds? Mm-hmm. Okay. Jacked with about 11% body fat. Would that make you happy if CrossFit games or CrossFit.com, uh, put your picture on Instagram with a, a sweet filter and uh, like abs for days and perfect cuts in your muscle would that are you going to be happy or are you gonna be like well i don't look as good here mm-hmm. it's always you got to stop doing that and that's what this is they put all this pressure on themselves and then you get someone who talks smack who don't even know anything mm-hmm. about it man it's just not only wrong but it just it's inappropriate highly inappropriate but but going back to what jenna said earlier about um being you know related to women mostly it does happen to men as well oh yeah but i think the only difference with men is that men don't get criticized by strangers about you know their body type they might criticize themselves they might say like oh man i don't i'll never have a six-pack or i'll never drop below this much weight or i'll never be able to do x y and z or i'll never be you know everybody's got a gym rabbit that they're always chasing oh i'll never be able to catch that person but i think it just stops right there the line stops. Mm-hmm. You don't have someone else. Hey, <laughs> bro, you're never gonna get no. a six pack. Dude. Guys are like, Just, more, I don't even know why you're trying. Yeah, you don't have that extrinsic uh, stress uh, placed on you from you know additional sources aside from that dude in the mirror. Yeah, guys are more closet like haters on themselves, and really, they don't. Guys are just ins- insecure as women. Yep. It's just they don't talk about it. Nope. That's because that guys don't do that. No. I mean, if you do, then. Give me your man card. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> Shift back. No, but it's just one, like, seriously, like, guys, just, we, we as a collective, mm-hmm. we just don't talk about things like that. Oh, well, you know, we don't sit in the mirror in the locker room and be like, oh, I, uh, my butt's getting small, you know. We don't. Or, or like, like the, <laughs> the whole thing with the sleeves. <laughs> hey, you're, you're looking a little, uh, what do you say, slim? <laughs> Bro, let me tell you a story. So I about lost my uh, stuff the other day. I'm like, I wake up. And I'm leaving. I had throw a three quarters on. Of course, it was blue. And um, and uh, I get to the, and I put it on. I get to the gym. I have my sweatshirt off, and like I'm walking around. And it's like this damn thing's baggy, bro. You're slipping, like, <laughs> dude. You are like you've really, bro. You've really let you yourself let yourself go. go. <laughs> it was like a, a come to Jesus moment of like, okay, you better start like doing uh, bench three times a day. Yeah. Preacher curls. I'm, like, crushers. I'm literally I'm beside I, yourself. I'm, I'm not told anybody this. I'm not told anybody this. And I'm like, I look in the mirror. It's like hanging off of me. I'm like my like it's not even like tight on my chest. My arms are baggy. The elbow, you know how your elbow goes from the elbow place like down to the forearm. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. I'm like 
mm-hmm. like on the Get verge of like losing my shit, Mo. And <laughs> right before I snap, I said, Jenna, will you tell me what size this is? And if she only knew, if I told her all this, she would have been like, this is a medium. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, it's an extra large. I was like, oh, he did actually do that. He was like, oh, good. I thought it was a large. and I've been freaking out all day. (laughs) But dude, if she didn't know all this, she was like, bro, it's a medium. Bro, chill, chill. Yeah, dude. Gosh. All right. This next one is coming from our first documented organic listener. Out of El Paso, Texas, Tono Delgado. We'll just let this one speak for itself. You know what annoys me about CrossFit? <laughs> what annoys you about CrossFit? That I still get winded when I walk up a couple flights of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't. So literally, like, I can be in the best shape of my life, and I will still, after three flights of stairs, I'm like, why is my heart... <laughs> Why is my heart beating so fast? <laughs> Why am I slightly sweating? I don't. Why do get I it. feel like I just went through an aerobic workout? Thir- Thirty feet of stairs has brought me down, though. Yeah. I just did a thirty-minute AMRAP yesterday, <laughs> and I can't walk up thirty feet of stairs. Yeah, it is kind of weird. And that comes to us from episode forty-four. Why I hate CrossFit. Uh, it's uh, Steph Varga. He's the one that uh, created our. Uh, our, our music. Yeah. Uh, he also echoed this same thing. Like, why the hell do I get winded when I walk upstairs? It's so stupid. It's not even that hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not that. It's like, it'd be like dropping something on the ground and being over to pick it up and being winded. Like, like makes, <gasps> what the <gasps> heck? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It makes no sense. I wonder if Rich Froney ever got tired going upstairs. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, does the fittest... I'm gonna the ask fittest Matt human Fra- on earth? Yeah, I'm going to ask Matt Fraser. I'm going to post it on all of his pictures and just ask that question. I you just get ha- I have walking to upstairs? Yeah. Hashtag, just, like, we have literally. to know. You can ask Wally. Oh, yeah, yeah he Wally. sees him. Yeah, yeah Wally. Wally yeah. yeah, hook that up, man. Okay, and <laughs> one more uh, on a serious note. This uh, is coming from the other half of Team Mayhem. Uh, Blake, Blake Mayhem, a.k.a. Inked Mayhem. A.K.A. Ambassador. So one of the first thing we want to talk about are these emotional speed bumps. And what was the example you gave? You said you wake up. Yeah, like, so I think there's three parts to fitness. You got the physical, you got the mental. And then I think the emotional side of fitness is the least talked about, but it actually ends up hindering you the most is you can wake up and yeah, because there's so little attention paid to it. Yeah. Because a lot of us don't take our emotional state into consideration. Well, th- yeah. When we talk when we talk about fitness. Well, if you think about it as a coach, I'm, I'm if I'm working with an athlete, I'm talking about uh, physical abilities. Okay. Are they coachable? Mm-hmm. And do they have the mental capabilities mm-hmm. of um, getting through those really tough times of the grinds of working out and, and like just always on the grind mm-hmm. and the failures that you have along the way, can they mentally handle that? I don't mm. talk about the emotional, and I guess that's probably something I should start doing because it's, it's like three of those three things. That's like three point five because it's very important. But yeah, I think a lot of times we arbitrarily go ahead and tie that into the mental game. Yeah, we do. But it's different. It's different, and yeah. this is why because you can wake up and you can, or you can be through your day and get ready to go to the gym. You can feel physically strong. There's days I feel like you know. You can lift a mountain. You do, yeah. yeah. You just, you feel really strong. 
you know, maybe your nutrition's been on point. Mm-hmm. Um, you get your water that day. Yeah, you got your water. You had, yeah. a, had a good day at work. Yeah, good day at work. And and then, you know, so that feels good. And then mentally, it's a workout that's in your wheelhouse. Mm. And you're like, you know, I, heavy grace, like give it to me. Like mm-hmm. that's what I, I can't wait to hit that barbell. And, you, you know, the strength cycles, some Olympic lifting, you're ready to hit that. And then all of a sudden, something comes up and taps into your emotional that, side of that emotional curveball. It is man, whatever it is, small, big, little, whatever it can be the smallest thing. And it will derail you how you feel about your physical mm-hmm. ability that day. And it destroys your mentality right off the bat. And it could be something that's, um, a past relationship, a past issue with, um, you know, your family, mm-hmm. uh, you could get a text from your crazy aunt. I know and that's what, what I was going to say. It's usually some sort of external fact. What I think, I think majority of the time, that's what you're going to find. It's external from your everyday. Mm-hmm. And that will de- that derails you completely. It makes you feel like now all you want to do is go home, lay in bed, get under the covers and like, just do Some nothing. shower beers and hog and dogs. Right. Right. And just think you were ready to conquer the world. Yep. Right. And now all of a sudden, because someone hits you and that they tapped into that emotional side of your, your brain, it just brings you down into sometimes a depressed state. Mm-hmm. So that comes from episode 46, getting out of your own way. Again, those external things, they just pop up out of nowhere. You don't plan for them to happen, but they happen. I think that, and that was a pretty serious episode for us. And yeah, it went down that, that, that weird dark place, but yeah. in turn into, we, we, we got kind of real on that episode. Yeah, man. <laughs> and I think that's, that's what we're about. Yeah. Um, it sucks. You know, you already have everything going on in your life and people who look at CrossFit as a escape for mm-hmm. them. And we've identified that for some people, that's the only, only 60 minutes yeah, they have to themselves. It. Yeah. And when you're geared up, you're like, yeah, screw everything else. You know, F work, F this, F that. I'm going to go slay this I'm gonna workout. I'm going to crush it. And yeah. then you get a text from someone that is like in your immediate family. And it just mm. runs their freaking mouth. And it's like, I'm just going to go home and go to bed. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to eat. I'm so, like, you're on top of the world one second. Next second, you're, like, in a depressed state of, you know, wanting to just do nothing with your life. Yeah, just not go participate do, in the thing that, that you brings love. you such joy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It, it sucks. You got to combat it. You know, Jenna. We talked about her in that yeah, episode. Yeah, and ironically, that particular day of that episode, uh, Jenna had gone through an experience, and then you made the choice yeah, to, to get the hell out of your own way, and what happened? I just met a really cool, uh, he kind of dropped in, he was going to try out the gym, and we just, I always end up talking to people uh, <laughs> right when they come in, I kind of attack, but... Um, not like the buckle challenge though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean kind of. <laughs> but uh no, we just had a really good conversation and I got to know a lot of cool stuff about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't have otherwise. So Yeah, if you just would have let that whatever issue you had going on that day just keep you in bed. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, but you look at your performance standpoint, you know, there's you know, if you're ramping up for something and you're trying to get ready for something you only have X amount of days. And if you waste one of those days, you don't get that day back. That mm-hmm. day is gone. So the whatever you want, let's say you missed just a strength that you needed to work on. And when are you going to make it up? Because you, guess what? Tomorrow you have another strength. 
So you're going to double dip. You're going to get the best out of it. You know, and when you're trying to take stuff to that, that competitive level, your days are you're very critical. You're talking you missed, you missed seven days over a month over some crap. Well, that's seven training days you never get back. That's seven days of fitness you've gotten rid of. And I'll tell you what, give me someone for seven days, I'll prove their fitness level slightly, no problem. Especially when it's compounded on top of a training cycle. Yep, yep. We have another one from the other half of Team Mayhem, which is a little bit more on the lighter side. And this comes from Meg, and this is from episode 16, Why I Hate CrossFit. Way back. Way back. Something else that we hear is we have bad technique. Uh, mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, my question would be compared to what? Yeah, you're you're half-ass squat in the squat rack. I've never seen an Olympic lifter come up and say, oh, your CrossFit technique, your your snatch sucks. You know, I've never heard someone come out of a powerlifting background and say, oh, you guys are deadlifting wrong. It's, you know... It's these gym rats. Let's just say it's these people in the globo gyms who sit there and do what I used to do: back buys, try skip legs, mm-hmm. and when they do lift, double legs, up on uh, skull crusher preacher yeah, curls. Absolutely, there's nothing wrong with that either. Really, no, you're in the gym. You're in the gym. You're yeah. doing your shit. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of my realm. Right? Don't hate on me because I do my pull. Because I'm different. not hating on you for your three quarter squat. Yeah. Well, I am because it's shit. <laughs> and oh, good job on your two twenty five. I'm glad you can take it out of the rack and then put it back in the rack because yeah. you can't squat it. Right? I don't hate on that. I think fitness is great on every level, and I have respect for every form of fitness. But these idiots, these douchebags, sitting here running their mouth about CrossFit and their technique how you just swing the weight and you use your hips. Yeah, motherfucker, we use our hips. It's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to use the legs, drive through the ground, right? Get that bar to explode out of the pocket up into the front rack. Yeah, it's in the Olympics. (laughs) And Meg said that she listens to this when she's having a bad day and she needs to cheer herself up. (laughs) She she throws that clip on and just it's rainbows and and butterflies after that. That's right up Meg's alley. I tell you, (laughs) I was fired up. (laughs) Like basically I said everything Mo wanted to say. He just doesn't say it. He he does it with his eyes and I just roll with it. Like, you know, it. seriously though, do you know anybody that CrossFits that makes fun of somebody else for like being, just being fit? Like, no. I've never heard a CrossFitter be like, oh, they go to Total Fitness. No. What a loser. They mall walk. I, I think maybe because CrossFitters as a collective, we're so much the island of misfit toys that we have enough people talking about us that we don't need to waste our time talking trash about other people. Or we came from that. Or we, I did. Right. You know? Most people do. They come from some other, other form of fitness. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people that do CrossFit now that used to run their mouth about CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Now uh, Brian was one of them, right? Yeah, was he? yeah. Oh, he never told you that. No. Aha, sorry, Brian. I called you out, man. Yeah. So you get, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah, we don't do it. Don't waste your time. It's, you know, the these guys guys are you know you know how we talked a lot like how women have a lot of pressure on them. Guys have a lot of pressure on them too because they see that they bust their butt uh, day in and day out, and they don't look half as good as cro- guys who do CrossFit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so the first thing they're going to do is hate on them. Like, oh, you know, you don't even know how to do a deadlift. I'm like, bro, let me show you. You know what I mean? And so guys are definitely, first and foremost, to hate and talk smack about CrossFit. And I tell you, I've never heard a chick talk smack about CrossFit ever. I've heard more guys. Yeah, I I don't have one. Hmm. And 
So that just shows you, like, guys are dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever... See what I mean? That's why we don't get I mean, I mean, other than just, like, the general, oh, it's dangerous, but, you know, dangerous compared to what? Like, I, and my retort to that is always, like, well, it's, I'd rather do CrossFit <clears throat> than uh, take diabetes medication. Yep. So we do have one question that was written in from our homie Rick Terry, <laughs> a.k.a. Journey of Rick. So this is for all three of us. And his question is, if you had access to a rocket ship and had five minutes to decide where to take you and your loved ones on a trip, where would it be? Remember, it's a rocket ship, and it can do rocket ship stuff. Brody. Honestly, I'd probably just go to space like, and just chill for a bit. Mm-hmm. Like, Because who gets to go to space? Not me. Yeah, like less than, what, five, less than 500 people, I'm sure, yeah. if ever, you know. Yeah, I mean, China no. China just landed on the dark side of the moon for the first time. And I don't know if you've seen that, but if China can do it, I can do it. <laughs> I'm just saying. But no, I that's why I would just go up there. Like, I don't really, where the hell am I going to go in a rocket ship? Like, am I going to go to Mars? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, how many light years away? <laughs> and I got to get back? Well, Matt Damon's up there. What? <laughs> He's still there? They Did, left him? I, I didn't know. Uh-uh. I didn't watch the movie. Did he get left up there? I don't know. There? Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> Somebody can put in the comments. Uh, is he still up there? Yeah, no, it's a movie. But no, I would just go up there and chill. And like, mm-hmm. I just, I would like to see that. I mean, it'd be it can be kind of freaky at first, but yeah. uh, I think it'd be cool once you're up there. And like, as long as you don't hit like a an asteroid, asteroid or, yeah, something, or something, yeah. and you know, go up there and see how flat the Earth really is. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Jenna, what, what would you do? First of all, I have bad anxiety, so I will not be in a rocket ship. We okay. Can't, okay. okay what if you that. didn't have anxiety? Okay. I definitely want to go to space. Lame. Mm-hmm. But I Wait, don't know. Hold on. So What'd you just say? I wouldn't go to space. You said lame? Yeah, yeah. lame. Thanks for calling my stuff lame. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, I don't know. There's like so many different places I would go to. Um, that you can know, fly especially to? As like, yeah. You don't especially need a rocket a tr- ship, Jenna. What? You take Delta. <laughs> You're right. But I would get there a lot faster, I feel mm-hmm. like, in a rocket ship. I don't know. Greece is pretty cool. Always wanted to go there. There's a lot of, like, different places I want to go, especially as, like, a photographer. Just mm. Mm. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, I seriously have, like, a list. And you like food, places. so. Yeah. yeah. Greece would be sweet to go to, to be honest. I, I, I would agree. That's, like, like a top. Yeah. Top yeah. destination. Dude, yeah. I keep. Like, bucket list. Dude, I keep Mediterranean food all day, every day. Absolutely. I just can't. I couldn't wear one of the bathing suits the guys wear with the, the little. The mankinis? yeah where would you go mo uh well since you guys already said space and i think you know that's obviously would be super sweet no look i'll take you and then you can take me and we'll get to go there we go there we go but uh i'll I'll take a a little you know hint off a jenna's thing or just like trying to get to somewhere else um i'd like to go to australia never been you know probably get there in about 45 minutes if i was in a rocket ship (laughs) be pretty sweet you know go experience uh their winter you know, right, when it's yeah. uh, the complete opposite up here. So I think that'd be pretty cool. I got some friends down there and I've always, it's, uh, you know, it's one of my bucket list places to and go visit. And we got visit. listeners. And we do have listeners. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for all you Aussies down there, hit us, hit us up. up. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, you know, if you uh, can you hook me up with some Airbnb action and got a rocket ship, I'll yeah. be there like. Well, Rick has a rocket ship. By the end of this sh- show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, you know, it's, I definitely think it's cool. Like it's just, if there was another planet to go to, that'd be sweet. You know what I mean? But like. As yeah, long as they had CrossFit. 
You know, I think it'd be cool to go. And to, craft beer. It'd be cool to go to the moon. Just if I, chill if, I, and if, watch. I, if I had the land somewhere, I'd go to the moon. I know it's like the closest planet, but like, I know if I land on it, I'm not going to get evaporated. Like if I land on the sun, <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> Just become a Mars, spot. you can't breathe. No. We've got a robot up there. Like it's sending some sweet pics, so I don't really need to go there. I, see, I already know what it looks like. <laughs> like Just like the Grand Canyon. I don't have to go there. I know <laughs> I've already seen like. the images. Yeah, there's you got 3D images. Like So I've basically been there. All right. As we get ready to shut this episode down, we do want to share a video with you that, again, one of our homies from the start, Sebastian, he sent us a video. And we thought it would be fitting to close uh, our best of 2018 episode with uh, some kind words that he sent our way. Hey, guys. What's up? Uh, I just wanted to send you guys a message and say that I really appreciate um, all the time and effort that you guys put into your podcast. You guys know that I've been a a fan and a supporter since day one. And, um, I mean... I feel like every episode is just like sitting with you guys and kicking it, which helps me since I don't get to see you often. And also, I drive to school and like to work and all kinds of things at like, you know, five in the morning, six in the morning, or sometimes without, you know, much sleep at all. So you guys have been companions of mine and, uh, you know, tough times. And um, actually, even uh, when I had my car accident, I was listening to you guys. So... Uh, you know, just every morning to go to school or, you know, often um, on my commute, I uh, hang out with you guys. So I really appreciate all the work and all the info you guys put out there. So congrats on the one year. And um, I know that there's a lot more success to come for you guys. That's one real dude right there, yeah. man. Love that guy. Yep. Uh, uh, military veteran, medic, and also the one who's connected us with a lot of uh, opportunities when it came to, you know, the opportunities with uh, Sem5 clothing yep. and even the VetWad stuff. So good human, yeah, definitely uh, on my zombie apocalypse uh, go team. You know, when, when, when the mess goes down, like he, he takes he's, pictures. He's, def- uh-huh. <laughs> he's definitely down. But uh, no, I really appreciate that, Sebastian. That was super sweet um, for you to uh, put that together and take the time to send that to us. Sorry about your car accident. Um, but we were there with you. I bro. guess it was kind of cool that we were there with you, yeah. but kind of not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Minus whole neck brace and shit. But no, I Sebastian, man, another guy. Just once again, just dropped in randomly. They're here for mm-hmm. UTA. It was during the open. They needed a place to do the open workout, and we've been cool ever since. And that it's just the cool thing about CrossFit is things like that. You never meeting, knew who you're gonna meet. Meeting people you would never have the opportunity to meet. Making these friendships that, you know, Sebastian is just a, one of the best dudes I've ever known. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I've only known him a short amount of time. And, it, you know, he's just one of the most downed guys that you know and um, will do anything for anybody mm-hmm. and, you know, deserves the best. Just got out of the military. Yep. Pursuing uh, his nursing degree. Yeah. So, yeah, good luck to you with that, brother. Yeah. That's a tough decision. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a long road, man. But uh, thank you for your service and thanks you for uh, – always taking care of us and looking out for us as well because we feel like you're part of the family and you're up here with us when we're recording as well. Absolutely, man. All right. So for this week's call to action, write a letter. You know, don't write an email. You know, get a pen and a piece of paper out and write a letter to someone who just uh, had an impact on you in 2018, just like you've had impact on all of us. You know, 
cost you five, ten minutes, and what? How much are stamps now? I have no idea. Thirty some cents. My wife has a package of them by the door. Uh, thank, thank God for my wife. <laughs> a couple years ago, we did this, and we did it again this year. Uh, we had members anonymously anonymously write. I thought you do that every year. No, we didn't do it last year. It just okay. You know, sometimes it's just get, you forget. Yeah. Busy and um, <clears throat> anonymously anonymously write something about members here. Um, you never know who you inspire. You never know who you motivate. You never know who appreciates you coming in and just busting your butt. And I tell you, most of the letters down there aren't uh, of your top tier athletes. You know, it's it's about people who come in, they work out five days a week, they bust their butt, they mm-hmm. are always trying to get better. And that person that's doing that would never think they inspire or motivate anybody because they're not a top athlete. Mm-hmm. And that's just the complete opposite. People don't have to. You don't have to be tops on the leaderboard to be a, to be a role model. People will follow anybody if they inspire them. That's just the way it is. They don't look at where you came from. They don't look at what you do. They don't look at, you know, who you are. If you inspire them in some way, what it could be through speech, through action, mm-hmm. whatever, they will follow you. And it, so it, it, you don't have to be the president or you don't have to be the, the captain or you don't have to be the top athlete. You can be just a normal person. And I promise you, there's someone in your gym that you inspire that you have no idea. Or someone yeah. that you, that inspires you. You inspire them. You know, write that letter to them. I bet you if you hang that up in your gym and you put uh, you put their name on it, and that's what we have them do. They put the people's names on it. Sometimes they'll write two or three people on, uh, type it out. Mm-hmm. Hang that up. I bet you when they read that, you can make their, you can make their day. And you know what I mean? Day shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> I promise, they, they're yeah. like, they have no idea that, how much you uh, they inspire someone because they're just really in there trying to get it done. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, someone in their gym inspires them, mm-hmm. and they don't know. So share that. See what happens. Do it. It'll only take you a few minutes. It's not going to cost you anything. You never know the impact you could have on someone's day or maybe even their life. Time is free. Yep, time is free. And it's the most wasted commodity we have. Absolutely. That brings this week's episode to a close. I'm Mo and I'm out. Peace, 2018. Bye. Thank you for listening to the One More Rip Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at One More Rip Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. Give me that thing. The whiteboard? Yeah, the whiteboard. Oh, you're hooked up. (laughs) Not worthy. And you threw it at me. I'll just do the um, total downloads. And then in the next one, we'll throw in a new country. Uh, It was Austria, I think. Um, Austria. And it was a binge download, too. Well, good day, mate. Throw another shrimp on Austria, like (laughs) Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I know. That was... um, (laughs) They have... Oh, yeah. Uh, Dumb and Dumber, dumber, man. God, don't... (laughs) See, you thought I was an idiot. Like... Oh, good no, I, thought, I thought maybe I said Don't Australia Don't shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> Let's no. not. All right. <clears throat> All right. Let me uh, 
make sure I can't knock shit over. Don't be knocking that over on purpose. So I you know. don't have to finish it. <laughs> I told you you should have started sipping it as soon as you got here. Uh, yeah, I should have. I actually ate before I came just to, <laughs> just to make sure because I didn't want to go down in the early rounds. Hey, man, right about, right about, uh, let's see, minute 10, about minute 22, you're going to hit your stride with this 10 percenter. Yeah. Uh, the snorts just... and giggles. Uh, over under on minute 22 for snorts and giggles. <laughs> that's going to be, be this week's intro. <laughs> I'm going to be. 